Hare Krishna everyone, so we're continuing with my beautiful and favorite Light of the Bhagavata by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and let's dive in. Text 4 After heavy rain showers, the fields and forests in all directions appear green and healthy. Thus they resemble a man who has undergone severe austerities for some material gain and has achieved his end, for such a man is strong, hearty and good-looking. The poor part. The greenery of the rainy season is but a temporary show. It looks very pleasant, but we must remember that it will not last. Similarly, there are persons who undergo severe austerities for some material gain, but those who are sane avoid this. Severe austerities for temporary gains are simply a waste of time and energy. Material loss and gain are destined in accordance with the formation of each particular body. There are 8,400,000 species of life, and each type of body is destined to enjoy and suffer in accordance with its particular formation. The bodily enjoyments and sufferings of a wealthy man's son are different from those of a poor man's son. Although no one undergoes severe austerities to obtain distress, it comes upon us uncalled. Similarly, the happiness we are destined to enjoy will come upon us even without our desires, even though we may be able to avoid distress and artificially enjoy some material happiness by temporary achievements. This represents no factual gain in life. Our duty is to achieve permanent happiness and eternal life and it is for that purpose only, for the ultimate gain, that we should undertake all sorts of penances and austerities. This ultimate gain is possible to achieve in the human form of life. Permanent happiness is possible when one is free from material sources of happiness, for continuation of material bondage means continuation of the threefold miseries. Human life is meant for ending these miseries. We should not try to be beautiful like seasonal flowers or greenery that flourish in the rainy season, but are weary in the winter. To be enlivened by the clouds of ignorance overhead and to enjoy the sight of temporary greenery is not at all desirable. One should try to live in the unlimited clear sky of over-flooded with the rays of the sun and moon. Okay, let's read this again. One should try to live in the unlimited clear sky over-flooded with the rays of the sun and moon. That is what we actually desire. A life of freedom in eternity, complete knowledge and a blissful atmosphere is the heart's desire of an enlightened soul.
we should undertake all sorts of penances and austerities to attain that permanent source of happiness. Jai Jai. Okay, so next five. The evening in the rainy season is dark all around. There is no sight of the twinkling stars on the horizon or the pleasing moon. They are covered by clouds and the insignificant glowworms become prominent in the absence of the luminaries in the open sky. Purport. As there are seasonal changes within a year, so there are changing ages in the duration of the manifest cosmic world. These changing ages are called yugas or periods. As there are three modes of nature, there are also various ages dominated by these three modes. The period dominated by the mode of goodness is called Satya Yuga. The period of passion is called Treta Yuga. The period of mixed passion and ignorance is called Dvapara Yuga. And the period of darkness and ignorance, the last period, is called Kali Yuga or the age of quarrel. The word Kali means quarrel. Kali Yuga is compared to the rainy season because many difficulties in life are experienced during this damp season. In Kali Yuga there is a dearth of proper guidance. One may take guidance in the evening from the stars and moon, but in the rainy season the light of guidance comes from insignificant glowworms. The real light in life is the Vedic knowledge. Bhagavad Gita affirms that the purpose of the Veda is to know the all-powerful personality of Godhead. But in this age of quarrel, there are quarrels even over the point of the existence of Godhead. In the godless civilization of the age of quarrel, there are countless religious societies them trying to banish God from religion. Glowworms want to be prominent in the absence of the sun and the stars, and these small groups following various religious conceptions are like glowworms trying to be prominent before the eyes of the ignorant mass of people. There are now a number of self-made incarnations people follow without authority from the Vedic lit literatures and there is regular competition between one incarnation's group and another's. The Vedic knowledge comes in tradition from the spiritual master through the chain of disciplic succession and the knowledge must be acquired through this chain without deviation. In the present age of quarrel, the chain has been broken here and there, and thus the Veda is now interpreted by unauthorized men who have no realization. The so-called followers of the Vedas deny the existence of God, as in the darkness of a cloudy evening, the glowworms deny the existence of the moon 
and stars. Saner people, saner people, should not be waylaid by such unscrupulous men. Bhagavad Gita is the summer study of all Vedic knowledge because it is spoken by the same personality of Godhead who imparted the Vedic knowledge into the heart of Brahma, the first created being in the universe. Srimad Bhagavatam was especially spoken for the guidance of people in this age, which is darkened by the cloud of ignorance. Jai Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Haribo. Just wanted to say one thing, is that presently you hear many times that um, even those who were born in India or somehow learned about India from history, history books, many times they say that those who have followed Vedic knowledge, they were backwards because Vedic knowledge was all about so-called... Um, caste system and you know people were not even allowed to get education from from lower caste and this that and how it was backward and how it was there was no equality how ladies were discriminated so forth and so on so i'm just saying that um just wanted to add to this context when shlaprapad explains that the vedic literatures are the actual sun and moon that guide, the supposed to guide the human society. Mm. In Chaitanya Bhagavatam, so it is described when, when Lord Chaitanya, he came 500 years ago, he was extremely, not only him, but all the Vaishnavas were extremely upset about the state of affairs that was in Bengal about the smarter brahmanas who would talk all about Veda, Veda, but the Supreme Lord was missing, the love of God was missing, the whole point of spiritual practice was missing, and and it was all misinterpreted in impersonalism and personal gain, materialism. So when people say that some things were backward, what backward was is the false interpretation of what the Vedas actually talk about. So, yes, the caste system, even that, the four Varnas, they are not defined by birth, they are defined by qualification. In Bhagavatam, that's why, like Shri Prabhupada mentioned just now in the purport that Srimad Bhagavatam is especially meant for Kali Yuga. And if you study Srimad Bhagavatam, you will see that uh, there were kings who were born as kings, but then they became brahmanas because they were more attracted to just studying the holy scriptures and, you know, practicing spiritual lifestyle without getting you know, distracted to the, all these royal responsibilities. So there were cases like that, that those who were born as a Kshatriya, they, were, they took the responsibility and the occupation of a Brahmana. So all this, you know, by birth, this whole oppression, this weird, uh, like it's, uh, it's all complete misinterpretation and hence Kali Yuga started 5,000 years ago. So all of these scary stories or 
ridiculous stories that we know of so-called culture that that India had when they mistreated people or misguided people that's the actually the evidence of the fact that the clouds they have closed the actual Vedic knowledge the sun and the moon that were guiding people and the glow worms they were taking advantage of the remnants of the culture I just wanted to put it out there okay so we're going to stop here for today thank you so much for tuning in and we shall see you next time Hare Krishna